What's going on, everybody? Tyler from MTG Uncensored Podcast here. And man, it has just been a minute? Like an hour? I don't know, lots of minutes. I have not recorded an episode in a while. Um, I just had a lot going on. Uh, I moved. Uh, me, the wife, the kid, um, we moved. That was a whole thing. I mean, as moving is. So a lot of packing and... Um, you know, all that stuff, what have you, but also the place that we moved into, um, I was helping my brother-in-law restore because the place needed some work. So, you know, I'd work, I have a full-time job, a normal full-time job. So I'd work that, go right over there, um, help him out for, you know, a few days, whatever I could. Cause I had to pack my old place and help fix the new place within 30 days to be able to move in on time because my lease went up, blah, 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 blah. And the whole global health pandemic thing affecting my normal job. Oh my God. And having a six month old on top of all this while trying to be a good husband. Oh my Lord, there's been so much going on in my life. But I mean, who doesn't? We all have things going on. So thank you for tuning in again. I'm really glad you're all listening. Um, through your ear holes or Bluetooth car stereos or whatever you're listening on. God bless. Um, I have an awesome time doing the podcast. I'm sorry. I haven't been on. I promise I'm going to get better though. Um, it's not been for lack of wanting to seriously hasn't because it hasn't been because I have nothing to talk about. Um, it's just begun just because my, my personal and work life have, have just been crazy. I work in an auto parts store too, and it's, the amount of people who've been going in and out because of the whole COVID thing and, you know, getting tested and coverage and yeah, it's been insane. So I swear I'm still here. I'm still here. So I'm glad you're here with me. So let's, let's, uh, let's get into this episode. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, so like what's hot right now, what's trending, um, is I haven't seen any of the preview cards for the next set, but I, haven't delved too far into Commander Legends as I would have liked to. Like I said, my life's been crazy. So, like, I picked up some packs and um, got, like, you know, a couple of Mythics. Like, nothing crazy. Actually, oh, you know what? My car is littered with cards. Because I'd, I I couldn't bring them, like, into my house. Because I'm like, I'm not going to bring cards in just to have to pack them again. So, you know, while we're right here, let me just go through these cards and see. Oh, these are M21s. I know I opened some Commander Legends. Oh boy, here we go. Oh boy, they're just like stuffed all over the place. I take great care of my cards if you couldn't tell. Um, let's see, Plate Griff Prototype. Cool beans. That was the rare in that one. Oh yeah, this was Archon of Coronation, which is the mythic. Um, Archon creature four white white flying. When Archon Coronation enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. As long as you are the monarch, damage doesn't cause you to lose life. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, in the six or so packs that I've opened, I've got like you know pretty much right there. I've gotten like like okay hits, like nothing amazing. So. I'm going to dive more deeper into Commander Legends. I'm going to invest more heavily. Um, my brother went and bought one of the collector boosters. Um, 
the collector boosters were mislabeled at Target again, and we just tried, hey, these are on the wrong label, can we get them for that price? Like, we're not trying to be mean, like, we're just trying to save money on our damn magic cards. Didn't work, didn't work this time, and we, um... So that was actually Black Friday. So the, the next day, my brothers ended up buying a normal one, like straight up, like full price. And if he doesn't fucking open a vampiric tutor, asshole, the one card from the set I really wanted and I was most excited for. So a little side story right there. Super pissed. He seems to be getting more back into magic, but also commander like, like as it is. But okay. To the main point of what we're talking about today, I am going to go over my EDH deck, my commander deck. I'm going to do it. Um, I guess deck tech. I'm just going to, I'm deck techs are cool. Deck techs should give main cards, stable cards, high synergy cards. And then the rest is up to you. I don't like recreating decks like card for card. I like putting in my own stuff, but I've talked about it enough. So it's the cause select the great distortion deck. So I'm going to explain the commander. I'm going to go into like high synergy cards and things that, um, you know, you can put into it just that I run that I like, but please use this idea of this deck and just run with it yourself. Now, unfortunately, colorless doesn't have like amazing options. You know, there's only so many cards you can put in when your commander is colorless, who Kozilek is, but they're all really great. I mean, I think so. It's a little narrow because there's not a lot of options, like I said. So take whatever you can and, you know, play with the idea. So many new cards are coming out like there's and I haven't updated it since Commander Legends has come. Well, I put like I put, you know, one or two cards in there. But um, so we'll get into it. Hopefully this can, you know, make some inspiration for somebody to make a different kind of play on this deck or this one exactly because it fucking wrecks shit i love it. it's my number one go-to this is the one i pull out where people are like can you not play kozilek right now we're trying to have fun so it's not too bad like it's not like i'm not that guy when i play it's 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 definitely been checked you know put in check before it's especially if they know you're playing it so kozilek the great distortion he's eight colorless colorless so well, well eight and then waste waste which is just colorless um, when you cast Kozlik, the Great Distortion, if you have fewer than seven cards in hand, draw cards equal to the difference. So if you have four, you draw three, you go back to seven. And he has Menace or Menace. And discard a card with converted mana cost X. Counter target spell with converted mana cost X. I love seeing the look on people's faces when they finally just like cast their commander for like seven mana or they cast something for four or like an instant card and I just slowly put a card out of my hand with the same exact converted mana cost and just counter it. It's probably the best feeling, especially when they know they're like doing a game ender on you and they tap out and they do this huge fucking move and you're like, no, you know, it's so amazing. And honestly, it's, and it's nice if you have one card in hand, you cast him, you draw back up to seven, so you have all these options. This colorless deck runs cards with high CMC. Well, mid to high, There's you have to put in some low ones too, just to get going out of the gate. I noticed I didn't put enough, like two, three drops in there, and I was it just took forever. I was such a target. I was wide open for a lot of games. So having him is nice, but you only run one mana base. You only run wastes. So wait, you don't have to worry. Like if you draw a land, it's useful. So that's really nice. So I run a lot of basics in it, uh, old basic um, swamps. Um, the so I let's see, I put in Forsaken Monument, which I've talked about a lot on the podcast. Um, 
that card just works really great just give it like quick rundown it's the perfect card for the deck colorless creatures you control get plus two plus two so that's all colorless creatures your eldrazi's your artifact creatures so you know they're all colorless in the stack they all get plus two plus two whenever you tap a permanent for waste add an additional waste boom double mana holla at your girl uh, whenever you cast a colorless spell you gain two life boom just come on it's too good okay i've talked too much about that one this <laughs> I'm, i i am gonna i am gonna go uh, move on to the next one. So I run two these two guys uh, considered high synergy cards. Um, Conduit of Ruin for six mana f five five. When you cast Con Conduit of Ruin, you may search your library for a colorless creature card with converted mana cost seven or greater. Reveal it, then shuffle your library and put that card on on top of it. The first creature spell you cast each turn costs two colorless less to cast. So it's a tutor for a colorless. Uh, creature now it's colorless so you can go for a big stompy eldrazi the only downfall is people are going to know what it is they know what you're drawing but then as long as kind of what ruin is on the field every colorless spell spell is two colors less to cast he's awesome he's cheap guys he's like two or three dollars he's really good uh void winnower void winnower nine mana eleven nine I try not to play Void Winnower unless I am backed into a corner because Void Winnower is kind of rude. So it's an 11 9, 9 mana. So it's like, okay, in the face, a little expensive, but okay. But it's a, your opponents can't cast spells with even converted mana costs. Zero is even. Like that wasn't good enough. Your opponents can't block with creatures with even converted mana costs. It just grinds the whole game, except for you. It's so one-sided. It's amazing. So it's a huge target when it comes out, but it's a huge stompy creature. And then just with that, I like I said, I don't play that unless I'm backing into a corner because I don't like controlling the board like that. That's so aggressive and oppressive and not fun. So that's just me. Um, there, You'll notice in this deck that there are very few um, types of either board wipes or single target removal so the ones that are in here are going to be in like every colorless commander deck because there's only so many and they're kind of pricey i'll be honest uh one of the better ones uh to really make your friends mad at you is all is dust all is dust for seven mana it's a tribal sorcery El eldrazi spell um each player sacrifices all colored permanents he or she controls guess what the fuck you don't have colored permanents so it's yeah, it's pretty good all your stuff just stays on the board um and everybody sacks all their stuff for seven mana that one's not as expensive for what it's bringing you um so it, it it's pretty good um fly through a couple here war and power stone war and power stone for three mana artifact um entrance battlefield tapped when it untaps you can tap it for add two mana of colorless to your, your mana pool run a lot of rocks like that because you know the more mana you're going to be able to generate like the better like those those rocks are are awesome so like dream dreamstone hedron for six artifact comes in automatically can tap for three mana or three and tap and sacrifice it to draw three cards six mana but you know you're in it for the long haul you're not doing a turn three fucking you know ob obliterate exodia move you know you're in it for the long haul and people will not be able to catch up with you um late game you're gonna have too much mana you're gonna have too much access to high power creatures so it it's amazing thran dynamo four mana artifact tapping at three wastes your mana pool colorless um 
Again, really good. Uh, Geode Golem is a really good one. He's really cheap, guys. Your commander costs 10 to bring out. He's a 5 mana, 5-3 five, with Trample. And whenever he deals combat damage to a player, you may cast your commander from the command zone without paying its mana cost. Dude, he's like $1.39 right now. Buy it. It's going to be the best thing you, you've ever done because he's a, he's a colorless creature. You can tutor him out and just find a way. And it's whenever he does combat damage. So if you, someone kills your your commander, he goes back. He kills your Kozla, it goes right back. If you do damage again with him, he gets trampled. One piece of damage has to go through for you to be able to cat, recast Kozilek for free. It's too good. Uh, Lightning Greaves, obviously. Uh, Equip creature as Hasten Shroud. Come on. It's too good. Um, so the, what I noticed is more on the cheaper side. I needed to get things on the cheaper side to get out like right away and help me out. So like Palladium Mirror, um, a three mana, a two, two uh, artifact creature comes on the battlefield. Um, tap, add two mana to your, your mana pool. Awesome. It really helps you. Um, I'm trying to find some of the other uh, Solemn Silamacrum, four mana, two, two. You know, mid-range cost. When he enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card. Put the card onto the battlefield tapped. Then shuffle your library. When he dies, you draw a card. So, you know, a little on the cheaper side. A Burnished Heart. Um, uh, three mana, two, two. Uh, three and sacrifice Burnished Heart. Search your library for the two basic lands. Put them onto the battlefield tapped. Again, like it's all like land-based. You know, it's everything to help you out um, with your lands. At one point, it's not going to matter. You're going to have enough lands on there that you know it's really not gonna matter uh matter reshaper uh two and a waste um two and a colorless when matter reshaper dies you reveal the top card of the library you may put the card onto the battlefield if it's permanent card if it's a permanent card we convert a mana cost three or less so and like eldrazi mimic really good two mana two one eldrazi creature well, whenever another creature enters a battlefield under your control, you may change Eldrazi Mimic's base power and toughness to that creature's power and toughness until end of turn. So it just literally mimics it, but for two mana. So it's, uh, you know, really good. Again, find things that you like that run with it that are going to help. Um, Plague Mirror with Infect. It's a two mana, one, one artifact creature, but it also has Infect, but it also has Tad, add one, tap, add one colorless to your, uh, to your mana pool. So all that stuff, like find those, you, you're going to notice you're going to need more fast game stuff, um, like or early game stuff. Um, and then we're right now, I'm just going to jump into the, the characters, man, the main characters of this deck. It is Eldrazi for a reason. Like all these creatures are going to seem like they're high cost, but the stuff that they do are amazing. And late game, you're going to be able to outright cast these guys no matter what. But you have cheat engines. You have means to get the cheat these guys into play with other, like the guys who I talked about before. You have those means to cheat them into play. Um, and you also have people are, um, let me see here. Oh my God. Probably my favorite card in the deck is Planar Bridge. Do not run this deck without Planar Bridge, for the love of God. Run Planar Bridge and then run any type of tutor you can to grab Planar Bridge because you need this card in your hand. It is a six mana legendary artifact. It goes onto the field. 
And as long as it doesn't get countered, protect it with your life. For eight, that seems steep. But for eight mana and tap it. Search your library for a permanent card. Put it onto the battlefield and then shuffle your library. Dude! You get to go into your library. Get any permanent card. So big stompy Eldrazi creatures. Anything you want or another artifact, whatever. Go get it. Put it on the field. It's yours, dog. Use it. Now, the only thing that sucks is you don't get cast triggers on some of the Eldrazi's, but it doesn't matter because you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look at me. I play magic. It doesn't matter because you're still getting all their other abilities. So, and it, it happens so many times. Maybe I'm just lucky drawing it, but listen to this, right? You have that on the field. These are the creatures you're playing into. One of my favorites, It That Betrays. It's a 12 mana 11 11, but with Annihilator 2. The Annihilator ability is just what's going to save you late game and make your opponents just cry. Annihilator is an Annihilator of Friendships too. So don't use it aggressively. I'm giving you this power to use it responsibly, Spider-Man. Okay, just do not overdo it. Play, if you're popping off, really feel who you're playing against. Don't be a dick. Okay, you heard it from here, from the MTG Uncensored podcast. Don't be an asshole. Okay, you're, you're playing your friend group. You're playing somebody who's new. Just don't do it. Honestly, I've played people with Annihilator 4, and I just say, you know what? Just skip it. We just won't do that. Like, it's okay, you know? So Annihilator 2 is whenever this creature attacks, defending player sacrifices two permanents every time it attacks. There's another card that's Annihilator 4. Every time it attacks, target defending player sacrifices four permanents before damage is dealt too by the way sometimes it gets so bad i just tell them don't worry about the annihilator because then it has another ability whenever an opponent listen so if it betrays annihilator two they have to sacrifice two permanents his other ability whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-token permanent put that card onto the battlefield under your control hashtag broken it's it that betrays their creatures are getting sacrificed because they're choosing, and then you get them. It's gross. Um, Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger. 10 mana, 10, 10. When you cast Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, exile two target permanents. Now, if you don't... Um, if you get it with Planar Bridge, it doesn't get cast. But it still comes onto the field, and it's indestructible. And whenever Ulamog attacks, defending player exiles the top 20 cards of his or her library. Oh, <laughs> Gross. Now, he's expensive. He's like $45, but worth it. Ulamog the Infinite Gyre. 11 mana, 10, 10. When you cast a spell, destroy target permanent. Now, hopefully you cast it and get that. Also indestructible. With Annihilator 4. And, like it wasn't enough, when Ulamog the Infinite Gyre is put into a graveyard from anywhere, its owner shuffles their graveyard into their library. If you have Planar Bridge and this dies... And it goes to your graveyard. You shuffle your whole damn library or whole graveyard back in your library. Planner Bridge can now grab anything back from there. Dude. <laughs> um, there's obviously a Cosmic Butchers of Truth. Uh, 10 mana, 12, 12. When you cast Cosmic Butcher of Truth, draw four cards. Annihilator four. When Cosmic is put into a graveyard from anywhere, its owner shuffles his or her graveyard into her, his or her library. Again, really good. This Emrakul, the promised end. I actually don't run Emrakul. Um, I just, I just don't. 
I mean, that's just me. So the idea here is that you're, you're going to get these cards. You're going to get these big stompies. And not only are their abilities going to either make them sacrifice everything or mill themselves out, but they're high damage on board. This is what you're working to. This is how the deck works. Um, Blightsteel Colossus, because why the F not? 12 mana, 11, 11. Guys, Trample, Infect, Indestructible. Infect. If Blightsteel Colossus will be put in a grave from anywhere, reveal Blightsteel Colossus and shuffle into its owner's library. Again, and these are high-cost cards. Start small. Get one or two Eldrazi creatures. Build a lot. You know, if you want to sink all the money into this, you can. It's really good. Um, the whole list is on EDH rec that you can go look at some new cards that have been put into the into there or just high synergy cards, stuff like that. And uh, guys, that's the deck. I mean, just some other honorable mentions. Platinum Imperium, eight mana, eight, eight. Your life total can change. <laughs> like what? It's like stuff like that that people don't understand that these little hidden gems, you know. Um, Neviral's Disc, four mana artifact. It enters the battlefield tapped. And one in tap, destroy all artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. That's like a, oh my god, I need a reset. Mirage Mirror, really good. Three mana, artifact. And for two, Mirage Mirror becomes a, a copy of target artifact, creature, or enchantment. Or land until end of turn. Copy anything on your board. Copy an Eldrazi before it gets wiped or, you know, something. Um, really good. Quicksilver Amulet, another cheat. You need this. Quicksilver Amulet, $5. A four mana artifact. Four and tap. You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. Again, you're not casting it, but it doesn't matter. You're getting the big stompies onto the field. So between Quicksilver Amulet and Planter Bridge, two high synergy cheats systems that you need to put in there. Lux Cannon, put a charge counter on Lux Cannon. Uh, remove three charge counter. Uh, remove three charge counters from Lux Cannon. Short target permanent. Single target removal. Um trying to find there was one other there was one other Vidalk and Ori that's obviously a really good one but where was it oh I run an Ugin the Spirit Dragon uh, I don't run a Karn Liberator because I'm I don't have one that'd be why but I run an Ugin Spirit Dragon uh really helps uh, plus two, Ugin the Spirit Dragon deals three damage to any target. Minus X. Each, or exile each permanent with converted mana cost X or less. That's one or more colors. Oh, you are not a color. You're not a color. You can do anything you want and just have them exile it. Colorless is not a color. Minus ten, you gain seven life, draw seven cards, and put the top seven permanent cards from your hand onto the battlefield. Awesome. It's just awesome. Um, Eldrazi Temple. I still have to get one of these, actually. I don't have an Eldrazi Temple. I have Ugin. I got a Judge Promo. I have Ugin. Reliquary Tower. You have no maximum hand size. Um, that's an easy one. So, yeah, that's really the deck. I mean, play with it, though. Play with it. Put whatever you like in there. All, any weird combos you want to put in. This is just a basis if you have, have never been introduced to a colorless commander deck. Um, and there's some more... Um, you know, sorceries and stuff, but you know, I'm going over just what you need. And what you need is to cheat these monsters in, in, into play, have enough cards in the beginning game to be able to start your engines and defend yourself and just eventually lead up to, 
you know, you having these indestructible creatures out that it's really hard to deal with. So, um, so yeah. So other than that though, so there's the deck tech. I hope you guys like it. Um, leave me, uh, you know, tweet at me at MTG uncensored. Um, go ahead and do that because it's super fun on Twitter and just reach out to me. Um, like I said, now that I'm back, um, for my little hiatus removing and setting up all my stuff and it's been a nightmare, but we made it. We made it guys. We're here. The episodes are going to keep coming out, you know, normal time. Um, I'm going to try to do at least one a week, hopefully two a week. And, uh, yeah, get back in the swing, swing of things, uh, get back into magic. Cause all my stuff is still in my backpack. I haven't even opened up that thing. Well, all my bolt cards are in boxes and cases and stuff, but my, uh, my main decks and all my binders are, are in a backpack that, God, I haven't opened since late October. It's been nuts. So, uh, yeah, um, awesome hanging out. Hope you guys liked. Um, reach out to me on Twitter, though. Um, you guys want to chat. I do do fan shout-outs. I haven't done one. I didn't do one today. I was completely unprepared. But um, I will do one on the next episode. And uh, I'll catch you guys later. Peace out. See ya.